1: The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. to a word for life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now here's Pastor Michael Fields with the Word for Life.
2: Now there are a couple things that we need to take note of, dear ones. One thing is that the phrase earnestly contend for. In the Greek, it gives the picture of someone who is contending as a combatant in a thing. And so it gives the picture of somebody who is contending as a combatant in the thing, in something. And so you are like the boxer who is stepping into the ring for a fight. Or you are like the wrestler that is stepping onto the mat for a wrestling match. Or you are like the MMA fighter that is entering into the octagon for a bout. You are that individual. And dear ones, we need to understand something because as you enter in, as you enter into this thing, if you're the boxer, you know, coming through the ropes, entering in, you need to be coming into that, into that ring with the mindset, I'm getting ready to enter into something that might not be over quickly. I'm getting into something that might not be easily handled or easily taken care of overnight. Amen. I'm getting into something that may require me to exert myself and to put forth some effort, maybe more than I've ever had to put forward before. Amen. And so we, we, when you enter in, you, did, you need to do so with the mindset that you are going to enter into something that might be confrontational. Yes. But there was another thing that we want to take note of is that Notice if the picture here of that Jude is giving to us Is one of us contending as a combatant in something Then that means that if I am going to have any measure of success in this confrontation Then I need to be ready, I need to be trained, I need to be in shape and prepared for combat yeah. Otherwise, my opponent is going to clean my clock yeah. I'm going to make this thing as practical as I possibly can. Yes. If June is giving us the picture of us entering into something as a combatant, then you need to realize I need to be ready to fight. Yes. Yes. I need to be in shape. I can't go, you know, my, 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 used to I used to have a V. Now I got a U. I got to get that V back. Yes. I got to be ready. Yes enter into this combat if I'm going to compete in this thing and have any measure of success I can't get winded going around the corner I got to have a little bit more endurance than that and so Judah's letting us know that we need to be in shape we need to be trained we need to be ready otherwise our opponent is going to get the better of us and there was this is one of the reasons why it is so vitally important. I, one of the things that you can know that, that, that the church one of the, one of the ways should let me say it this way, one of the ways that you can know that the church, the body of Christ, is not in the shape that it needs to be in is because you have so many people who are failing to do regular, critical, consistent things. On a regular basis. Things like read your Bible. Things like spend time in God's word. Things like spend time with the Lord in prayer. Things like spend time with the Lord in worship. You're not asking for anything. You're just worshiping him. Things like turning your plate over and fasting. Just for a while. That the pastor hasn't called for. I'm gonna let you think about that. Turning over your plate and fasting for a while. That the pastor hadn't said the whole church gonna do it. That's one of the ways you can know the church is not in the shape it needs to be in. We're not where we need to be, and so when the confrontation happens, when the when the time of combat takes place, the enemy. Gets the better of us. Amen. The enemy takes advantage yes. of our lack of fitness, spiritually speaking. Oh, yeah. we, we, we spiritually speaking, we're not fit. Spiritually speaking, we're out of shape. Spiritually speaking, wow. we've got a few extra pounds, extra weight that we do not need to be carrying. The, the scripture says, "Lay aside every weight." And the sin which so easily besets us. Some of us have some extra weight. A little weight around the middle. That we need to let go of. Yes, See because a lot of times there ones, we think we're fit. We think we're in shape. We think we're ready to go. We think we're ready. And, 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 and y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all, some of y'all, you've been there, you've been there. Young brothers, you know, when, when we go to the court... And we start seeing some of these young brothers like, like Ray Sean playing ball. We said, I can still play. I can still do it. I'm g- Come on, Ray Let's get the ball. Come on, bro. One on one. You know, Ray you know, he's young and fit. And he, Jesus, go right, or All right, Pastor, come on. I, I, I'm trying to warn you, Pastor. You may want to hold up and warm up and stretch for a while. I said, no, Ray come on. I got you. I got you. Right, come on, come on. So Ray all right, Pastor. I, I try to warn you. So about five, ten minutes into this thing, it's out. Ray out. I got a crap. Out. Call my dad. Call your dad. Call my wife. Call, Jesus help. <laughs> you don't think about the five, ten minutes, and then all of a sudden the, 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 the reality begins to set in that I'm not in as good a shape as I thought I was. The reality begins to set in that I'm not as fit as I thought I was. The, the, the realization begins to set in that there is some work that needs to be done if I'm going to really challenge this opponent that's come against me some of y'all think you fit because you know a few Bible verses some of y'all th- you think you fit because you know a few Bible verses you, you got a few verses you can quote some of y'all think you fit because, you, you know, you, you do a few things here and there. I teach Sunday school. And I, you know, I'm up here and I do this and I do that and I do all these things. And I give these long answers to short questions. I, I, I do all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm fit. But the reality, the reality of it, of it is dear ones, is your fitness level has never been really tested it's never been really tested ain't nobody in here contest your fitness level glory, glory, sir. Thank you. you among folk in here that are gonna you start going they're gonna wave you down <laughs> Woo, go, ahead, go ahead. And, and, and they're gonna pump you up and they're gonna say amen, amen To everything that you say nobody in here is gonna test your fitness level it's gonna be tested out there Your fitness, spiritually speaking, is tested out there, not in here. Lord have mercy. And so it's never been tested. And so so there was regular times of prayer, regular times of spending time in God's word, regular times of worshiping the Lord. Uh, These are things that will help us to stay spiritually fit or get spiritually fit. And keep us ready and in shape when those times come that we are faced with the competition. Hold your finger here in Jude. Let's turn to 2 Timothy real quickly. 2 Timothy. I just want for us to read verses 3 and 4 and then jump over to verse 15. So 2 Timothy, dear ones, real quickly. Verses 3 and 4. Notice what Timothy says. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verses three and four. Timothy, Paul says to Timothy, he says, "No man that wars entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. And if any man also strive for masteries, yet is he not yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully." Now Paul is letting Timothy know, he says, No man that wars entangles himself with the affairs of this life. In other words, a person who is trying to get fit and ready for a competition doesn't pay attention to a lot of other stuff that is not germane to the task that he has at hand. And so somebody that is really serious about getting ready for a competition and ready ready for the opposition that they have to face you're not going to see them checking their cell phone every time it mm-hmm. over to see who texts them mm-hmm. or who sent them a message. Mm-hmm. Stopping their training. Oh, let me check my phone. Yeah. Spending time on Facebook. I'm coming back. Just, hold on a second. Yeah. They, they ain't doing it. Right. They turning their phone off because yes. I'm focusing yes. on the task at hand. Yes. Too many of us, when you're reading your Bible, and you let your cell phone go off. You're going to stop reading your Bible and check who's on Amen. Facebook. It's tight, but it's right. Amen. Y'all know it's right. Amen. Let your phone click, bleep, do something. My wife's phone just be bleeping all the time. Just a like, bleep, 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 I said, who was that? She said, I don't know. i just stopped stop checking it. They bling and bleep and squeak and pop. But I just like, let me see that thing. I just start deleting stuff. I <laughs> just delete, 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 delete. That phone's a lot quieter now. Some of us dear ones, you you got notifications for everything. And every time a notification comes in, you have to check it. And 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 you see more and more, you're seeing more and more. People are realizing that for some folk, dear ones, your cell phone has become an addiction to you. Yes, sir. Yes. It's an it's an addiction. Mm -hmm. Because every time it bleep, you respond. Yes, sir. Go ahead. And so and so and so. Jude is helping us to understand something That be spiritually fit You have to realize you've got to lay some things aside But then notice what he says in verse 15 Of this second chapter Notice what he says He says Study to show yourself approved unto God A workman that needs not to be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth So Jude is letting us know That there is some work that needs to be done In order to prepare ourselves
1: We'll get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work But in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax-deductible, and they can be sent to The Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now let's get back to Pastor Fields
2: and to today's message. But still another thing back in the book of Jude, still another thing that we want to notice, dear ones, is notice that unlike a regular combatant in a contest where their times of of fighting are scheduled and predictable, dear ones, our times of combat can happen at any time and almost in any place with practically anyone. At times there was are times of combat. It can happen in the store. It can happen in your schools. It can happen on your jobs. It can happen at your neighbor's house. You never know when you are going to be asked, as the scripture says, to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. Yeah. You never know when that time's going to come. And because of that, dear ones, back if we were to turn back to Second Timothy, that second chapter, verse three. Paul says, be a good soldier for Jesus Christ or in Jesus Christ. Dear one, soldiers don't know when the next battle is going to happen. And so they have to maintain a state of preparedness. They have to maintain a state of readiness because they don't know when the next confrontation is going to take place. And so it is because we are called to be good soldiers for the Lord, dear ones, that we need to be ready to go at any time we're called upon. And we need to be flexible in our schedules and able to adjust them when we are called to do so. Now, when the Holy Ghost told me to write that down, I said, are you sure? And he said, yeah, I'm sure. Write it down. Because it's primarily you. Your, your, flex, your schedule has to become more flexible Because at times the Lord will call you Into a confrontation To defend your faith Or to answer, a, a, answer someone in error And that answer, that time of, of, of dealing with that person Will go into what you have scheduled yeah. Yeah. You can't cut it short Because your schedule is calling on you to do something else your schedule needs to be flexible So that the Lord can have his way Amen. And so with each and every one of us Whether it be on your For me, I got a, a literal calendar that I write on And for some of you, your cell phones you gotta, But with everything that you plan, dear ones You always have to put a question mark Because this is what you have planned Unless the Lord says something else Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, got this, I got this appointment planned Question mark Because the Lord says something different Well that appointment going to have to be delayed Amen. Lord have mercy And lastly Another thing that we need to keep in mind Is that unlike the opponent That we are facing Who will use and do Whatever they can in their attacks Against us The devil doesn't fight fair yeah. The devil don't fight fair He will use whoever he can Whatever he can And whatever God will allow him To use in his attacks against us. But dear ones, unlike our opposition, we are representing the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of that, we cannot fight like the devil fights. Because we represent Jesus, you can act like the devil representing Jesus. We cannot do wrong in an effort to defend what is right. Lord have mercy. That's true. And, so, and so, dear ones, we're given some instruction concerning this. In the book of 2 Timothy and then in 1 Peter, we don't have the time to turn it, but 2 Timothy, the second chapter, and then 1 Peter, the third chapter, we are given some instruction on how we are to conduct ourselves as we, as we take a defense concerning the testimony of Jesus Christ. Amen. And some of the things that we need to keep in mind, dear ones, as we stand our ground against those who would come against the testimony of Jesus Christ, some of the things that we need to keep in mind as our ground rules concerning how we conduct ourselves during these times of, of confrontation and combat, dear ones, is we need to keep in mind that whatever we do, it needs to be done in love, with respect, with respect. Under the direction and the governing of the Holy Spirit, in truth, without pride, without self-righteousness, with gentleness, in meekness, without anger, without being overly judgmental, critical, or condescending to other people, with patience and for God's glory and not your glory. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Now I'm going to say that one more time because if you look at second Timothy the second chapter and first Peter the third chapter and you read what they say there all the things that I just mentioned are contained there how we defend the gospel how we stand to defend the testimony of Jesus Christ it should be done in love it should be done with respect it should be done under the direction and the governing of the holy spirit let the holy ghost guide you let the Holy Ghost oversee what you say and how you say it to the other person. Yeah. It should be done in truth. It should be done without pride. It should be done without self-righteousness. You, you, you are not, G- you, it's not like Jesus in you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you know what the word of the Lord is. No, just lose some of that. Without self-righteousness, it should be done with gentleness. It should be done in meekness. It should be done without anger. We get angry at folk because they don't believe us the first time we say something. We get upset. What's wrong with you? Don't you understand what I'm saying to you? Why don't you understand? You're just being hard-headed. Stop getting angry. Calm down. It should be done without anger. It should be done without being overly judgmental, overly critical, or overly condescending to the other person. My pastor taught me something years ago that has stuck with me to this day. My pastor used to say this. He used to say, you don't get angry at dogs for barking. You don't get angry at cats for meowing. You don't get angry at roosters because they cock-a-doodle-doo. So why are you getting angry at sinners when they sin? Why are you getting angry at sinners when they sin? They're just doing what they do naturally. So why are you getting overly judgmental, and overly critical, and overly condescending over this individual? Realize who they are and realize where they are. We should do it with patience and we should do it, dear ones, for God's glory and not your glory. God is the one that should be glorified at the end of this, not you. Amen. Lord have mercy But back in Jude Back in Jude Real quickly Back in Jude Because notice what Jude begins to say He says that we are contending for He says we're contending for the faith Which was once delivered to the saints Now there are several things That we need to understand Concerning what Jude says here One thing dear ones Is that the once delivered faith That Jude is referring to here Is the testimony Of the birth Life crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the witness that, in, that it includes, which says that He was God incarnate, yes. that He is the only way for a person to be saved, Amen. that He is coming again to judge the whole earth, yes. and that only those who come to Him in saving faith will be saved. Amen. That is what we are called to defend. Amen. Let me say that one more time. The testimony that the the, the once delivered faith that Jude is referring to here. He is talking about the testimony concerning the birth, life, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the witness that all of that contains, which says... That he, he is God incarnate. He was God clothed in human flesh. That He is the only way for a person to be saved. That He is coming again to judge the whole yes. earth. And that only those who come to Him in saving faith will be saved. That is what we should be willing to stand for and defend. That is what you need to be willing to fight for. Amen. Notice what I just said. And notice I didn't say anything about being willing to fight if people don't believe you should speak in tongues. Or people believe certain things, that you know, baptism is this way or baptism is that way. It needs to be done like this or done like that. Or should you worship on Saturday or worship on Sunday? Or should you do this or do that or all, all these other doctrinal things? No, the, dear ones, we're, we're, we're willing to fight over secondary things, yeah. but we're not willing to stand for the essentials. Amen. The fundamental essential things That determine whether a person is saved And will spend eternity with God Or lost and spend eternity without God Jude says these are the things That were once delivered to the saints That we must become willing to take a stand and defend Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's word in order to find a word for life.